0: turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror, at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us here on the uh, what would have been our first ever live episode of Nerds from the Crypt. Um, it's uh, Saturday, December 21st, and I'm your host, Saul. And I'm Greg. <laughs> and Greg, Greg, uh I was going to to introduce you as my co-host to the left of me because you're on the Pacific Coast, right? But um
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing so hard. I was waiting for you to mess up. <laughs>
1: hey, I, I didn't mess up.
2: Exactly.
1: It's been a while. It's been a while. Um for those of you who are new to the show, um, if you are listening to our tests or the live, you're probably never going to listen to the, the the podcast again. But um, we interview indie creators and we review horror movies, series, comics, and and books. And uh, this is actually the very first time that I go through the first um, the full intro without messing up um, right off the bat.
2: I know I was I, I, <laughs> I, I was over here dying. <laughs> Like, you didn't. You didn't stop. You didn't curse. You didn't like rewind it. You didn't nothing. I. I I'm the one that botched you. I'm, I'm, I'm like just stifling a laugh. Like f. It, what
1: did fix it in the post?
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> um, today we do have a uh, guest. I'll let Greg introduce him since Greg
2: uh, knows him uh, personally. All right. Uh, we today have with us Travis Webb, a man who is. One of my one of my good friends. He's also a writing partner on a new project that we are putting together, and we're going to be bringing out uh, next year, actually in a, in about a week or so, uh, uh, bringing to light for a uh, for a, uh, a Kickstarter. Uh, it is called Starlight, and that is what he is here today to talk to you all about. And he's going to talk to us about some other amazing, awesome things. But Travis Webb is a is a very amazing, awesome writer, and Awesome nerd extraordinaire, Travis.
0: That was four awesomes. I know you're that awesome. You yeah, rate that hard. <laughs> like we should get an awesome counter. Ah, click, click, click. Well, yeah. this is
1: this is where I'd be playing the cheering, um, cheering. Uh, was a sound bite here on on the live show? But ah, wow.
2: yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, awesome. <laughs>
1: So, Travis, other than what Greg already told us, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a writer. I've been writing for a very long time. Uh, I write everything from manuals to doing screenplays, comic books, books. Uh, last few years, I've been uh, working with other writers, helping them get their stuff together, usually. Uh, that's That's been my, my key function is a lot of ghost and doctoring. Um, mostly because when you're a ghost, you get paid up front. I always make that joke. <laughs> uh, like, so there's, no, there's no risk with a ghost. You, you give me money, I'm not helping you. I'm not writing something for you. Um, it's all work for hire. Um, and then more recently, I've started to leave that behind. I feel like I've gotten strong enough uh, there to start doing my own stuff. And, again, let me see. Uh, no, that's all I can think of. That's it. All right. I'm not going to mention anything else from my past.
1: So, uh, what is your your history with uh, with horror?
0: I've never seen a horror movie in my life. Oh no! Okay. I'm on the wrong podcast, Greg. By-
2: uh, I'm sorry. I brought I brought, I brought a ringer and I brought a zinger. Ah, oh, crap! Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: All right, I guess we're going to end the show right now and. Uh... And <laughs> uh, no, uh,
0: yeah, no one told me this was going to be about scary stuff.
1: <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, well, I did a I did a little horror comic before. Um, I worked in a video store when there were still VHS and video stores that was specifically rented horror and porn. Uh, yeah, over combos.
1: Uh, combos, um, so, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, All after high school, as soon as I turned eighteen, I was working in a horror porn shop. Um, so that's Yeah, yeah, and then I did true crime for a long time.
2: Which is definitely up our
1: alley as well. Yeah, you yeah, create you 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 did it like and you committed true crime or you
0: you know I was out there yeah
1: <laughs> doing his
2: business doing, doing his true crime.
0: So I, I worked uh, I worked as a research specialist and a journalist for a while um, when I was first out of college and, and uh, I ended up doing a lot of work for uh, true crime authors for like pinnacle true crime and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's it's a very strange part of my life that hasn't existed in a long time but periodically uh somebody will talk about true crime and somebody will mention that's read true crime thinking your name sounds familiar and they'll realize that my name pops up in these books as a character in these true crime novels um and the other thing that happens i don't put these weird like you know uh was it the id network mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've been on a set of one of their interviews, standing in the in, in the wings, uh, advising someone or waiting for someone to get up to, to go have coffee afterwards.
2: So nice.
0: like, I end up doing a lot of that, um, and it, it, it's, that's a strange experience because I am not a true crime fan. <laughs> I was just a journalist, and that's what I did.
1: You know? <laughs> Do you know the idea of voiceover guy? <laughs> uh,
0: I know. Uh, no, I don't know him, but I do know Burl, who also does voiceovers, who also does a lot of ID network stuff.
1: Nice. So, so let's talk about Starlight. Who wants to Who wants to uh, pick the ball up first here? Um, what is Starlight? That would be a comic book.
2: <laughs> that, that is correct. <laughs> that is the most. That is the <laughs> most true
1: and and honest answer.
0: Uh, Greg, why don't you start real quick? Because I have
2: Alright, so uh Starlight is a is a creation that uh, Travis and uh, Brett Waddell I, I did I say his name right? Oh gosh. Who
0: knows, man? We gotta been, get these shows,
2: we, we need to get Brett with us so that he can pronounce his name correctly and then we'll write it down and have a sound clip of it so we just hit the button and always just play it. Uh, so so uh, Travis and Brett uh, came up with this amazing idea amazing and awesome i'm gonna say awesome like 20 times and amazing um about ding ding ding. yeah the ding counter is going um and uh it is it's kind of like a love letter uh an ode if you will to uh to uh i guess like kid superheroes and uh and the story of like coming into their their own uh as they you know, going into those those awkward teen years and trying to trying to deal with stuff in life uh after being a superhero and not being a superhero. I think that I mean that that's kind of like the The, 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 the main gist. Yeah. The main gist. Oh, and then wait, what is, what comes next, Travis? Is that where the Oh, uh Space Pirate Alien Cat people and uh
0: Star Wizards start you know, a spider, whoa, transdimensional, uh, spider wizards.
2: And that's where it goes (laughs) all sideways. And as soon as those things come into play, all hell breaks loose. The axle falls off this damn truck, and then we don't know where we're going. And that's why you want it. Is that like in page two or three or something like that? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, we
0: we were like, oh yeah, here's a really important thing to talk about. Let's talk about kids superheroes growing up and, and being, Basically, child actor stories—you know, like right out of real, you know real Hollywood stories, but we're real superhero stories. Child actors, child superheroes. Yeah, let's take that as a premise. Oh, and then leave it behind and go right to you know transmission space. <laughs> and...
2: Yeah, because that's where I mean, that's when you think about it, that's how life goes.
1: Well, I guess mean, I guess uh, adulting would be the most truest form of horror, uh, right? So
2: yeah. Well, no. I mean, well, it, it actually. I mean, when you think about it, I, like. Uh, the, the idea that Travis and Brett came up with for this, I mean, like it is very, it, the story itself lends itself uh, to to uh, Mm multi-genres of, of various forms because there is, there is definitely a a dark uh, horror element to a sense, if you will, a very thriller uh, kind of feel because you don't know what's happening, what's lurking and how, how this character's dealing with these things, and then what the intent of different things are. So like we talk about people monsters all the time uh, on the show. And I feel like even though that the space wizards, the uh, interdimensional, uh, oh gosh, spider space wizards, I'm going to screw it up. And even though that Travis Knight I uh, worked on this for a while, we should know the, the terminology better. <laughs> uh They're 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 not people, but they, their their hive mindedness is uh is very uh, people like. I mean, you know, they're not hive mindness. They're they're mind that they're, they're how they think. You know, it's 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 in a way that people think in that sense. You know, in the hive people. yeah. No, not no. in a hive mind. No, not <laughs> hive mind. Okay. <laughs> I love Christmas decorations. Let's put them up wait what, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a hive mind man <laughs> have you ever worked, like, worked in an office where one person puts up a Christmas decoration and then like 20 people do it because somebody else did it and it's like a hive mind and then all of a sudden you walk in and it's like a freaking Christmas display I'm sorry that's my day job okay. I don't talk about it very much but that's what happens it's a hive mind oh, you're, you're I giving day an, day an
1: day example without actually yeah. telling us what the heck you're talking about yeah I know so I do I do good <laughs>
0: And that's why we have an editor.
1: Yeah, he couldn't make it today, but that's okay. Uh, Travis, uh, anything else you want to add to that?
0: Uh, well, I mean, always a lot to add to that, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it just really we didn't we we took a story where where we wanted to to explore the idea of what it means to grow up being a superhero or being indoctrinated in superhero culture and ideas and you know concepts and then say but when you become an adult just like just like when we were kids and we read comic books and we wanted to grow up and be a superhero, you know, when you become an adult you realize, well the world isn't that cool. Like nobody really gets superpowers or no villains aren't really black and white and a lot of the just punching out your enemies is not legal.
1: Like I, I don't know so if you guys It's kinda that. like it's kinda like uh the Incredibles uh the beginning of the movie.
0: Uh except so the Incredibles still go around punching people out
1: oh yeah. okay. okay always <laughs> mr incredible dude i got him right here
0: <laughs> like like that doesn't solve anything like i don't know if you guys have tried this but usually when you have a dispute or you don't like something you don't end up just showing up blowing up the front door of the building yeah. beating up a bunch of workers that work there who are just trying to get health insurance and then killing some dude that their boss that's just that's not
2: a real thing in real life well, and, this, is,
1: well this is awkward
0: yeah
2: but, yeah, but that's, but that's, I mean, but honestly, though, I go, no, I'm true. saying this
1: is awkward because I do that every day.
2: Wait, <laughs> Stop People get angry, it's,
0: it's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you know, I used to do true crime, so if you have a good story, though, hook me up.
1: <laughs> no, I actually do have, um, what's it called? A couple of podcast friends that all do true crime,
0: yeah, those. True Crimers, man. There's a lot of those podcasts.
1: Uh, there, there yeah. was uh, someone who was saying, "Goes ah, true crime. You don't, y'all don't even have to do much, and y'all get like a hundred thousand uh, downloads just for for saying hello. This is a true crime podcast. It's
2: it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: a true crime podcast, man. That's where the money is. Talking about real people being slaughtered to death in very meticulous ways. It's just. No, I'm
2: not doing that. But
0: anyways, yeah, the comic, <laughs> <laughs> you the
2: know. comic has a has a has a good a, a good touch and, and feel of, of real life though. Does it not, Travis? Even yeah. though it's based in a in a in a fictional in a fictional place. Like
0: how many times are you gonna read Alan Moore's Watchmen? Right? Like mm-hmm. he, he kind of touches on the same thing. Every and all recently, even, even the Avengers movies, the MCU. Touch on the idea of dealing with superheroes in reality and like real problems and stuff, and I was, you know, when we when when this got brought to me because it was actually Brett was the, the the kicker on this one, but um, uh, I just didn't want to write another story about people coping in 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 real world stuff of like. Like the boys, or uh uh what was the other one that came out recently? And I just I didn't really. I um, was thinking else came out. Anyways, you know, like I don't want to deal with that. Like I don't want to deal with. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to talk on that comic because everyone likes it, but I didn't <laughs> like it. Well, I oh need to stop because like that's that's just bad. They have a huge fandom, but anyways, point is, is like I, who wants to re- I, I, I wants to read that comic again. Like I didn't want to put them in an environment like, oh look, things aren't as bad aren't as good as you thought they would be. These two go to normal high school, these two do normal things. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let the stuff you think's gonna unfold not happen. I'm just gonna put them with uh transdimensional kind of spider wizards and alien pirate cats.
1: Instead. And what is the the ultimate goal for this uh for this project? Is it gonna be a couple of books? Is it gonna be a self-contained story, a story arc. What is it going to be?
0: It's currently a self-contained seven-issue story arc. Yep. Um, that we'll do a Kickstarter for each issue, uh, and then um, we, when it's, by the time it's over, we we've, we've set it up not to to be a continuous series, but so other people could take concepts or characters from that series and move them somewhere else. know so they're they're readily available because i just i like the idea of the of being able to come back to it someday so i didn't shut everything down at the end
2: nice yeah i think the best way to put it is travis and and i uh near the end of it we we put together a nice package of uh non-agnostic creative ip that someone could table Anywhere for any type of project. So anyone that's listening out there, if you uh, if you do like Starlight and you kickstart it and you want to come to us later with uh, just boatloads of money for Brett, Travis, and I, uh, we'd definitely be open to uh...
1: <laughs> to lending out the is it is it, uh, is, is it like comic franchising
2: <laughs> kind of uh, uh, <laughs> non agnostic uh, uh, IP. It could be anything could be a could be a comic could be a a tv show could be a a video game could be a a movie could be a puppet show at the park i'm down to read fanfic huh i said i'm down to read fanfic yeah yeah you could you could you could create your own fanfic of it which honestly like if people really dig it and they want to write their own thing for it do it because like keep the keep the keep the idea alive Anything else we want to add before um,
1: we, we move on to the, uh, to the uh, Tales from the crypt episodes?
2: I think uh, one of the things that it, like, it, it's a, it's also a very music driven uh, or like it, uh, uh, story too, or mm-hmm. like there's gonna be music, uh, a music, a musical element to this, uh, to the starlight story, like an actual uh, soundtrack or something that is on oh, yeah. the page. Yep.
1: Travis.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Oh, man, Now, uh, See, I you got to... There's,
2: there's this is a multi... Damn diamond. This book is a freaking 20-sided die, if you will. Travis, <laughs> run with this portion. Because so, it's going to open up an expand. I may, may not
0: have contacts with a lot of people involving rave and electronic music from my past. And I may or may not have asked some good friends in that industry to put together music for it and that's one of the things we're open to bundle with it to because one of the characters, you know, you have two you you have two analogs. You have a character, the, the the older brother who's, you know, indoctrined in the idea of Captain America, Superman, you know, this is what a hero's supposed to be. He was gonna be a hero. He was a superhero when he was like 10, who's so like, you know, I'm gonna grow up, I'm gonna figure out how we get my powers back. And this is what being a superhero means. It means going out and punching out or killing your boss. You know, uh, because you don't like his 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 morals, and uh, so you know he's a good guy that way. <sighs> Hope someone laughs at that. He's a great guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. He believes that if you have a problem, you can solve it with your fists. He will punch a bad guy for
2: being bad. Yeah, and if it's, it's jaywalking, he it will save the world by beating people up. Um, he's fist puncher and kick puncher. Wait, kick punching? What the?
0: Kick f- puncher.
2: Lo- I love that movie on Community.
1: There's a the, community
0: thing called Kick Puncher.
1: Uh, you ever watch the the show
0: Community? No, I don't. I, I feel bad saying this. I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but I don't watch a lot of TV. Oh, but,
1: no, that, that's, that's fine. I, I feel like a lot of people are, are, well, more people are starting to say that. <laughs> but uh,
0: fish, you know, having TV, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just watch <laughs> I just watch YouTube videos. Yep. Live streams.
0: <laughs> anyway, so where was I? You were, were talking
2: about uh, so. Your 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 analog uh your uh-huh. the, the male character he oh, is Oh yeah and then the the girl so the girl was
0: five when she got her um when she got her superpowers, right? So she's like uh, a little kid. Now she had her superpowers in the comics, she's sixteen and that means that she literally had her superpowers most of her life that mm-hmm. she can remember. Unlike her brother who can remember what it was like to have not have superpowers, she doesn't really have that. Uh, so when she doesn't have superpowers, and she doesn't get to be a superhero. It's a different experience for her, and she just not she's not doing okay uh, in high school. She uh, does drugs. She goes to raves. She doesn't come home sometimes. Uh, but she's not like a street kid or anything like that. She's, because that's such a weird uh, concept. I think that other people wrote about that lifestyle. Most of the kids that go to raves and stuff still go home. Not all. Like mean, they're still the street kid kid, right? But a lot of them still have a parent at home, still go home to the parents afterwards and still go to school. They're just also partying like crazy, you know, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where she's at. because she's coping with uh, a feeling of helplessness, you know, because she's, she was a superhero and she doesn't get to be one anymore. She doesn't get to be anything. So, uh, That character is a raver character, and that comes back to the whole beginning of the story, which is Brett and 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 Greg telling me you should write because I I write other I've written other things, other comics that work for the people and stuff. And they said you should write a comic about raves, and I said no way in hell, I'm not going to write a comic (laughs) about raves. That's a past thing. I did that when I was younger. I don't want to deal with it again. But they kept pushing. So we kind of came to this 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 idea where one of the characters is a hardcore raver at the beginning of the book, dealing with her a bit, uh, growing up with the emotions of no longer being a superhero and feeling like she doesn't belong and brings no value to the human race.
2: But getting that 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 feeling, that lost feeling, from going to the uh, going to the parties. Feeling the music, being part of that scene and experiencing all the uh, just the general vibe that that happens at a party.
0: Right. So that's how she copes with it. She just she 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 kind of becomes a party wallflower, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, to cope with the idea that she doesn't feel like she belongs anywhere because she's she doesn't have powers and she can't do anything. She's had the feeling of being able to do everything, and now she has the feeling of, I can't do anything, I'm useless.
1: And earlier you said it was going to be on Kickstarters, and it was going to be early in 2020? Yeah, yeah. Do we have a a launch date yet, or is that still up in the air?
0: We're literally just talking about that.
2: Yeah, I think, did we... uh, we Middle of January is the only thing we had in mind. Middle of January. So just so people can get their, you know, recoup after, after the holiday spending, you know, people are <laughs> people are throwing out that money for all their holiday gifts and everything like that, whatever they may be. And then, you know, get some of that money back right before, uh, or for, uh, the end of the month and, uh, start making their plans and stuff like that. And hopefully we we'll hit them with this Kickstarter and they'll, they'll be like, Oh, Hey, this thing, I like this thing.
1: I think that's a big, big part of, uh, Success to Kickstarter is knowing when to launch it. Um, And, you know, I mean, people have to be able to be able to spend. uh, Unfortunately, during this time right now, uh, people don't have that extra extra cash to to be able to (laughs) pump into to um,
2: to these uh, Kickstarters. So true. So true. And like one of the things, Travis is very, he's being so humble right now about himself, but I think that's <laughs> one of the things that's going to really lend to uh, kind of helping with the Kickstarter with between Travis and Brett is just who they are and, and what they've done and what people like for some of the things that, I mean, we, we can't really get into a lot of the tiers. They're not, they're not fully they're They're, they're there, but I don't think we, Travis, do you, we, do we have them? Available to look at. To, to I don't work. know how
0: to do that. I'm Okay. Figuring
2: out so once we once we have them available, we can we can provide them so you can link the, link to them, Saul. But mm-hmm. uh, Brett's art. If uh, if people aren't familiar with um, the art that Brett Woodell does, uh, they I think once they see or or make the connection, they'll be blown away uh travis what is what has he done let's let's be his 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 work speaks volumes i mean
0: his his most famous work that's easy to, to look up is he was one of the creators of surrogates which became a disney film with bruce willis
2: I oh no, okay
0: bruce huh bruce who bruce willis the guy from die hard
2: the christmas movie no
0: no the guy from hudson hawk
2: oh that guy yeah he's great he's a good singer I love that movie. I was
1: going to say the guy from Bruno, the kid, the cartoon.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, exactly. So good. Um, And then most recently uh, one fall. So if you're a wrestling fan, uh, he did, he did that, uh, that wrestling. Yeah. So um, another, another really fantastic uh, piece. So uh, two ends of the spectrum right there. And then doing something like this, uh, just amazing. Uh, And if you, if you dig on horror, he's, he's, He's an amazing horror artist uh, spontaneous by uh, Oni Press um, uh, label mate what uh, he, <laughs> he, he did uh, he did that uh, so if you like anything where people explode spontaneously into fire uh, he did that comic and that's a beautiful book I think one of the when I when I got a copy of that in the mail uh, I just like I fell in love with it when I met him uh, I was like I have your book. <laughs> and he was like, okay, nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him just looking at you like, uh-huh. He did. Brett, Brett's such a chill <laughs> dude. He just looked at me like, okay, cool. Like security. To, do you just want to sit down and talk? That <laughs> would <I'd> be weird. <laughs> you,
1: you didn't give him the, the creepy,
2: uh, stocky eyes, did you? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. I think, like, I um, I, I don't... I honestly for anyone that doesn't know me in person if if you're out there like my first my first like three years out in the the comic scene like just walking around and meeting people i was very much like the that that rando kid that just didn't know how to handle i'm also like a little spectrumy so i'm a little off so i I do weird things and like adhd not medicated medicated some days so i i back in the early days and like you know about 10 12 years ago i was a little bonkers depending Mine, on the you, day you also walked around in full uh clown get up so uh some days i did i was making balloon <laughs> animals and crap for people and they're looking at me like who the hell is this guy i'm making a comic book <laughs> i like movies so but uh yeah uh his brett's brett's awesome um travis what have i was gonna say like you you don't talk about the things that you've done uh, there are things that you can't talk about but your your background obviously in in rave culture uh if people people knew uh the the amount of parties i i can't even list the amount of parties that you've put on in the past and the parties that you put on that i've gone to and or uh, venues that you've had in oh, seattle
0: that
2: yeah that you've um managed owned coned and operated that I've both been at for events, performed at uh, back in the day and uh, um, like it's so weird. Our history is so intertangled and intertwined. Travis and I have probably known each other for more years than we know uh, just in the passing of a lot of things and more recently just been friends for the past five years but like uh, I think we've probably been around each other for more than well over a decade plus just because of the scene it's kind
1: of yeah. like that uh, Guys, you guys know each other in, in the movies you know we kind of just keep passing each other in the background until you finally actually get to work together
2: yeah. i i think like back at the back in in travis's like promotion days uh he was he was probably the guy that i i would have not tried to talk to you in a sense just because i wouldn't have i I'd, I'd have been the, 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 the that guy <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he'd be the one and he'd get someone to throw you out out the door
0: uh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like to give you uh to try to put it in some perspective i can tell you right now that the show lucifer gets on my nerves as much as i like it because there's no way in hell you have time to solve crimes when you own a club.
2: <laughs> not. You tried. You tried to solve crimes and own a club. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> It was a whole thing. Sure, sure. Well, no, but I mean, when directly.
1: <laughs> All right. Did we did we jump over anything? Did we miss anything? Um, we want to make sure we we cover every single piece of uh, of started that we that we want to be able to to kind of put out there before the Kickstarter comes out.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a there's a hat that we had made by a custom hat designer that makes hats in the rave scene that are very famous. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. uh, we might have a track from artist Ian K specifically for Starlight that'll get released with the comic. Uh, oh, yeah. So if you're a happy hardcore fan and you know who Ian K is or you want to look him up, uh, we have a website up with some art right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's under starlightcomicbook.com. Starlight spelt S T A R L I T E and then comicbook.com. You can find Brett's art for the comic that's up now and a little background for the story. We have a bunch of social media accounts that I can never remember that Grant helps with. <laughs> we're uh,
2: we're currently we're currently reaching to the stars, if you will, on our on our on our Twitters and on our on our Instagram. So if you like uh, funny memes, uh, good jokes and other things like that follow those accounts uh and uh yeah join is
1: the uh, is Greg the um the CEO of of Dank Memes on on Starlight as well
0: Oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see you just follow Starlight and see all the Starlight dank memes he is the meme king Yeah and he, he's
1: our he's our our chief um meme officer here <laughs> at Nerd wow. from the Crypt
2: it's I. It's funny because like uh, I I never really set out to be that guy, but uh, I I I do all right. I do all right.
1: <laughs> so yeah, if you guys are hearing and you guys enjoy our our um our memes, that's it, that's uh, mostly about ninety nine percent Greg. Um, I feel like I feel like we get more followers because of the memes than because of the show.
2: <laughs> they follow the memes, and they follow the show, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's one giant meme." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then we start talking about plates and trains and like, oh, what? And I'm yeah. like, you know, that is a total part of the podcast that you didn't know you were going to get. And that's actually something we brought into Starlight. There's a whole entire level in which you will, you could, you could like give us a ton of money and then I will actually let you touch the plate collection. It's amazing.
1: Oh, that's, an, that's, that's one of the, one of the levels of uh, the, the Kickstarter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not. But <laughs> one of the levels of the started that, that Travis and I will be doing is uh, Travis and I are, uh, Travis, he can't talk about a lot of his writing uh, background as a ghostwriter because, you know, NDAs and stuff like that, but he has a wealth of knowledge. And one of the things that I've gained from working with him on this project is uh, just a, a vast amount of things that school will never teach you. Only life experience and working with those who have a varied life experience will. And one of the levels that we've been talking about putting together. And I think some people out there might enjoy is having the ability to talk to Travis and myself uh, about writing and about how to work through different things So uh, with their projects and stuff like that. So um, there's going to be a, a tier or two for that type of thing. And uh, I think that they would be very beneficial for those who are looking at getting into or looking at having things reviewed nice. in their writing. All right. Um, I guess we,
1: we can go and, and jump into the second part of this uh, episode.
0: It's your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.